0: Hello, Health Path Travelers. I'm your host, Dr. Jamie Rasmussen, and welcome to another episode of Habits That Heal, a podcast dedicated to giving you the tools and insights necessary to protect your greatest asset, your health. And today's episode is Naked in the Mirror. In the last 50 years, your parents' approach to health has led to a 1200% increase in chronic illness. Until the conversation around health changes, you can expect your results to be the same. If you're okay with a life filled with unnecessary suffering, tune out. If you're ready to break the cycle, let's get to work. In this episode of Habits That Heal, we're going to dig into foods that actually fuel your body and fuel healing. All right, we're going to loosen up the strings a little bit in this podcast and I'm going to try and make it a little bit more of a conversational tone. At the end of these podcasts, I say to continue the conversation, but it, it the previous episodes really weren't a conversation. They were kind of preachy as I listened to them. And full disclosure, uh, confessional time, everything that I'm sharing with you, I am not doing 100% of the time. I try to do it as much as I possibly can because I firsthand have seen insane benefits when I do it on a regular basis. But uh, today we're going to be talking about whole foods and eating uh, foods that are a real food and not processed and not full of sugar. And um, I eat like that most of the time. I eat whole foods and real foods, but not all the time. Not all the time. So yeah, that's 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 what we're shooting for. Um, you know, I shoot for really darn good. Uh, those are my 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 targets for these things and um I I fully expect you to do the same. So, when you see me um at Dairy Queen uh destroying a Reese's peanut butter cup blizzard, don't judge. Don't judge. <laughs> we um the purpose of life um Actually, this is silly. I'm not going to get into the purpose of life, (laughs) but uh, I don't think it is to have things so completely um, locked down into no fun zone because there are a lot of incredible treats and luxuries that we have access to nowadays, and we shouldn't deprive ourselves of all of them. It's just when we get a little bit hedonistic with it, which is what us Americans are guilty of, that it goes south real fast. Okay, so that's my blurb about keeping it loose and keeping it more conversational. And a conversation is a two-way thing. So um, once you've listened to this podcast, uh, engage with us online. We are very, very active. So um, join our tribe. It's a pretty awesome tribe. Okay, so here are some hard questions because when we ask ourselves the hard questions, that's I, I feel like that's when we get the most direction of uh, where we are and uh, where we want to be and what we have to do to get there. So uh, the first question when it comes to food, because that's today's topic, is how much of what you eat right now would your great-great-grandmother recognize as food? So think about your last handful of meals and lay all of those things out on the table and great-great-grandmother has to uh, be able to recognize what they are. And this, uh, I'm going to give a shout out to Michael Pollan, uh, who we'll be talking about here in just a minute, but uh, that's one of his uh, 64 uh, filters or questions that you should run your food choices through. And it's the best one. It's the one I share with everybody. I've been sharing it with people in classes for a long time because where we go astray the most isn't in how we're balancing out our macros. Or that we're not on the perfect diet. It's that we don't even eat real food anymore. The next question is, when you look at yourself naked in the mirror, and we all do, (laughs) um, are you happy with what you see? Are you proud of the body that you have built or that you are currently building? And a lot of us, the answer is probably not. Uh, and, and this episode is not to be a fat shamer. Uh, this episode is hopefully to inspire you to make healthier choices that will build a healthier body. And when you build a healthier body, um, it looks healthier. It looks better. It looks better naked. Think about those two questions. And most of the time, they're pretty quick responses. <laughs> like, I know, like, I just ate lunch right now. And... um Most of it was stuff that great-great-grandma could have recognized as food, but uh, I crushed some organic Doritos, and yes, they make organic Doritos now, Um, but still, they're processed, and uh, she would have no idea what those things are. So again, there's always room for improvement, but as long as we are striving to make as many healthy choices as possible, those all add up in the end, and they make a huge difference down the road. Okay, back to those two questions. If great great grandmother could not recognize most of what you are eating as real food or whole foods, and you're not really proud of the body you've created when you see yourself naked in the mirror, you're not alone. Nearly all of the patients that I sit down with um, when we are talking about health goals, one of their health goals is to lose weight, and you know a lot of them they just they just put it down instinctively because they know that they're carrying around too much weight. And most of them have no idea as far as what that is doing to the body and what kind of pain it's causing them in their lives and not just physical pain. So yeah, if you eat the standard American diet, if you're eating lots of processed foods, your body is going to be more prone to inflammation. And inflammation is the foundation of most sickness and disease. It pushes the body into this freaked out state It's really pro-inflammatory, so things are um, breaking down faster than they should. A lot of you have heard about how much pressure carrying around extra weight distributes through your knees. So it's your knees are wearing out, your back is wearing out, your hips are wearing out. Everything is just degenerating and deteriorating because your body is stuck in this inflammatory state. And a huge part of it has to do with us eating the way we eat. So People are starting to understand that. They're getting that part of what it's costing them. But what they're not seeing is that when they eat crappy food, they have lower levels of energy. They're run down more often. And if you're run down more often, that is a trickle-down effect that affects everything in your life. That uh, affects your intimacy with your spouse. If you're run down, exhausted, and tired and just want to sleep, you're not going to be intimate. Your relationship is not going to be as solid. Your uh, engagement with your kids is going to suffer as well. If you're low energy and your joints hurt and you just want to lay down on the couch because you poured what limited energy you had into surviving your workday, your kids are going to suffer. And your work's going to suffer too because when you're exhausted, your focus is not sharp and your production, I guarantee, goes down. And, you know, span that over a few years, that's going to lead to dollar signs coming out of your life as well. Uh, Not only in terms of paying for medication and possible surgeries down the road, but in production too. You know, if your boss has to choose between somebody who is fully engaged with work and just delivering every single day versus somebody who's just getting by, you know, obviously that promotion is going to go to the go-getter. So it affects everything. It affects your self-image. It affects your self-esteem. All of these things can be spanned across your entire being and your family and your relationships and your work because it really does affect all of those things. And that's something I have to paint for people as they come in. Uh, Yeah, they have headaches. Yeah, they have neck pain. Yeah, they have these things going on. And probably deep down, they know that they're affecting these things. But it isn't until we address these things that they realize how much they were missing out on. Just like it's not until you really start to clean up your diet and eat whole foods and start shedding weight and having more energy and sleeping better that you realize how much of a negative impact those things were having on your life. And uh, just quick side note, one of my major motivations for doing most of what I do is I see um, three sets of eyes on me all the time, and they're my kids. Our kids learn to eat, and they learn their health behaviors or lack of health behaviors from us as parents. And that's a pretty heavy burden for me to carry around a lot. Just another side note. Side note on top of a side note. Uh parents will tell me that their kids uh, won't eat healthy foods. And last time I check, it's mom and dad who is going to the grocery store and they're the ones buying everything. So if you quit bringing it home and bringing it into your home, that's the easiest, quickest solution. Yes, school lunches suck. They're terrible. Oh, my God. It's just like fake food on fake food in wrapped packaging. Um, no wonder we have a childhood obesity epidemic and a chronic illness epidemic in kids right now. That's a big part of it. It's what they're eating on a regular basis. But if you can do your part to control what you can control within the house, the home, that's that goes a long way, and it's a brilliant place to start. Then you can start packing them lunches and worrying about their exposure to other things. And what works for me is I don't go full Puritan on it. It's not... Here's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid if I go, like become militaristic with my kids, that they will rebel by when they go to college, they're going to eat all the terrible things because they're deprived of that as children. Um, But uh, one of Michael Pollan's uh, 64 insights is that you should treat treats as treats. And yes, my kids get treats, but it's not a regular thing. It's a special occasion. Okay, so we're going to get this um, train back on the tracks here. So one of the biggest obstacles that parents will tell me besides their kids you know, throwing fits if they're not uh, loading them full of processed sugar is that it costs too much to eat organic or it costs too much to eat healthy foods, w- which it does. If you're going to the store and you're buying all the organic version of the cereal, of the Doritos, of all the processed foods that you normally eat, yeah, it costs a heck of a lot more. And I'm sure some of you have held up the organic lemon and compared it to the normal lemon and and been like, what the heck? Why does this cost twice as much? Yes, it costs more. So you have to be strategic about how you do organic and how you invest that, especially if you have a very limited food budget. But the most effective, efficient way to pull this thing off is to meal plan. And I've done many meal planning workshops, and the biggest obstacle, um, aside from the price, is figuring out what the heck to do. So I'm going to share with you an app. This is my tool. This is one I want to give to you. Um, I'm not giving to you. You're spending $3.99 on it. That's how much it costs. It will be one of the best $3.99 investments you ever make. So the app is called Mealboard, and Mealboard does everything for you. I've shot videos on meal board. I share this with my classes. It is completely simplified and cut our um, food budget way down. So what meal board does is it links up with like 50 different recipe sites. A lot of them are great, healthy ones. So if you want to start choosing real whole food uh, recipes, just do a cheat. Use the paleo sites that it's linked up to. Paleo is like caveman diet. So what cavemen were eating non-processed foods, they did not have Doritos. So really super simple hack is to use paleo stuff. But then you can look under simple recipes and even budget bites and start going through the recipe and use that great, great grandmother filter. Go, hey, would you know what this is? And you get better and better at it. And it becomes easier and easier. Then you'll start choosing recipes. You'll uh, take those recipes, import them into this app. It makes shopping lists for you. It keeps them stored as recipes. You can email the recipe to your spouse. You can email the checklist or the shopping list to your spouse. And it simplifies everything. It puts it on your calendar. So everything is in this app. Uh, Saturdays or Sundays, I sit down and I choose what we're going to eat as a family for the week. And then what I do, this is another hack, is I use something called Shipt. And Shipt is an app that allows uh, somebody to deliver um, for example, we use Target uh, or other grocery stores. I think Kowalski's is linked up to it. Maybe Cove is linked up to shipped, but it delivers it to your house. So um, it actually keeps me from making a lot of poor choices in the store because when they have the displays out of all the delicious sugary processed foods, um, it becomes hard to say no to that stuff. So what I do is I just choose the things that we get routinely because we fall back on a handful of recipes and this simplifies things too. So we use an instant pot that makes things really awesome in the summer or in the wintertime. We're using a slow cooker uh, in the summer. We do a lot of grilling outside. So we're, we're cooking up a lot of real whole foods and that can, that makes up the majority of our, our menus. And that's the trick. That's the trick because when you create a menu that consists mostly of whole foods and they're simple recipes to make and pull off and you shop just for the ingredients on those recipes, it's going to cut your food bills way down versus how we used to do it before. So when I got into paleo, we were like all in totally drinking the kool-aid this is during my uh, crossfit time and crossfit and paleo uh, a lot of times they go hand in hand so uh, we were all out paleo i I still have a handful of paleo cookbooks that are the most intricate ridiculous recipes ever that take like five hours to make and have the most random (laughs) uh, ingredients and they were really really hard to pull off well we tried it and we crashed and we burned big time. And we got burnt out by it and just kind of reverted to the old ways of eating a little bit. But since we've been doing this meal planning, since we've taken the difficulty factor out of it, and I highly, highly recommend you do that. um, It's made eating whole foods a breeze. So if you can pull this off, if you can start meal planning on a consistent basis, here's what's going to happen. Your body is going to start to change. Your energy levels are going to start to change. And once that starts to happen, that's when you start to notice, oh my gosh, I'm able to run around with my kids more. I'm wanting to run around with my kids more. I'm more engaged with my spouse. I'm more productive at work. Those are the beautiful things that happen over time. But this whole thing is a process. It took you decades likely to screw up your body by eating a bunch of toxic garbage And unfortunately, food, here's how it works. You know, it's either the best medicine or it's the slowest poison. So you don't get sick from it right away. Diabetes doesn't happen the first time you eat McDonald's. Little by little becomes a lot, good or bad. So we're going to start small and we're going to develop these habits. So your habit, your takeaway, your action for the day. Am I sounding preachy again? I hope I'm not sounding preachy again. Hit me up on Facebook. Let's continue this conversation. Let's let's have a back and forth with this. Tell me what you're struggling with. Is, I'm going off of what everybody tells me that they struggle with. And um, since I can't see you, <laughs> I would like to hear you occasionally. So hit us up. Let us know how we're doing on this podcast. Leave us a review. And it allows us to um, – it gives me direction. So anyways, download that app. That's your ideas into action. Download that app and start getting serious. About planning out your meals. I want you to also download Michael Pollen's list. I want you to read it and I want you to implement it. So, his list is, uh, I think it consists of 64 different things. Um, and also, you, ha- you have to do is type in Michael Pollen, P O L L E N, uh, Michael Pollen's list or food rules. And you're gonna see, I'll put a link to it in the episode description here as well, but you're going to see that he has 64 really awesome rules like treat treats as treats, uh, only eat things that great-great-grandmother would recognize as food. They're really simple, basic, great ideas, and they're simple to implement. So look at that list as you're making your meal plans at the beginning, and then pretty soon it just becomes innate and instinctive. So there you have it. Next episode, we're going to talk about how to take your body from fat to fit in as little as 25 minutes a day. So you're not going to want to miss that. Love y'all. Bye. And that concludes this episode of Habits That Heal. Now it's time to get to work because ideas without action are useless. Please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. And while you're there, please leave a review. And to continue this conversation, follow us at pathoutofpain.com and on Facebook at Habits That Heal.